Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Are you ready for God's Word today? Hallelujah. I have... Uh, you know, one word can change your whole situation. And, and today I, I have one word. Hallelujah. That's not it. I do have one word that I believe today is going to change your whole situation. How, how many are ready to receive one word? Hallelujah. Today, that one word, I believe, is going to be that shift mode in our life. And, and as we hit this holiday season, you know, uh, today we recognize the, the 4th of July holiday. This week happens on Tuesday, or, or we call it Independence Day, or I call it Iris's birthday. She's my firecracker. <laughs> How many of you here today know what we celebrate on this national holiday? I, I just want to share this with you. From 1776 to the present day, July 4th, this Tuesday, has been celebrated as the birth of Americans' independence. With festive Festives raging from fireworks, par parades, concerts, to more casual family gatherings and barbecues. It began on July 2nd, 1776, when the Constitutional Congress voted in favor of independence from Britain. And two days later, delegates from the 13 colonies adopted the Declaration of Independence, a historic document drafted by Thomas Jefferson. To say it very plainly, the 4th of July is a time Americans remember and recognize independence from the rule and oversight of Britain. Americans broke free, created a new democ uh, democracy government, and the rest, they say, is history. The hot dogs, parades, fireworks, and pool parties are all point to something bigger or more important. The point to the word that I have for you today, and that word is, is freedom. Come on, can everybody just say freedom? Freedom. In Galatians chapter 5 and verse 1, for us it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. As we, as we look at this holiday season, we can also look that having Christ as freedom in our, is freedom in our life. 
And we get to celebrate that, not just on the 4th of July, but we get to celebrate that freedom every single day. It's not just one occasion, it's every day. And we can get up every day and thank the Lord for freedom in our life. It brings me right to the scripture in our text that we have today found in 2 Corinthians chapter number 3 and verse number 17. I'm going to read it out of the NIV Bible. It says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the spirit, how many know the Spirit of the Lord is here today? And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom from sickness. Freedom from disease. Come on, who am I speaking to today? There is a freedom that can come upon our life in the name of Jesus. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. We can be freed of anything. We can be freed of oppression. We can be freed of depression. We can be freed of suicide. Whatever it might be, God will set it free. All we have to have is the Spirit of the Lord. We just need more of the Holy Ghost in our life. We need the Holy Ghost back in the church. Hmm. We need the Holy Ghost back in the church. We need the Spirit of the Lord. When people walk in, they feel the presence of the Almighty. I, I, I believe right here at Epicenter Church that when people walk in, I, I pray that they feel the presence of the Almighty, that they're drawn by the Spirit. Not by man, but by the Holy Spirit. So many times we get so focused on people and not focused on God. We got so many, so many young people and so many people, not just young people, but all kinds of people, that were chasing after different, different uh, uh, areas in our life. We're chasing after people instead of chasing after God. And we need to get back to chasing after God because the moment we chase after God and we touch Him is the moment when God will begin to touch us and bring a freedom on our life that we've never felt before. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is... Okay, you guys are going to get this before the end of the service. Because that's our word today. Is freedom. Oswald Chambers said this, The Spirit of God is always the Spirit of freedom. The Spirit that is not of God is the Spirit of bondage, the Spirit of oppression and depression. The Spirit of God convicts and intensely, but He is always the Spirit of freedom. God who made the birds never made bird cages. It is man who made bird cages, and after a while we become cramped and cannot do anything but chirp and stand on one leg. When we get out into God's great free life, we discover that this 
is the way God meant us to live. The glorious freedom of the children of God. We need the Spirit of the Lord in this place. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Imagine being given a million dollar check and never cashing it. Imagine having a freezer or a cupboard full of food and never eating it. Imagine living a life of defeat and despair when there's no reason to do so. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. The Spirit of the Lord is all around us and we need to cash in on the freedom. Because I, I guarantee if you had a million dollar check, you're going to go cash it. You're not just going to let it sit on your desk. Priorities are going to change. You're going straight to the bank. Some of you are going to get freed of financial burdens when you cash in on the benefits. And, and we as Christians walk around depressed and, and with agony in our, in our life and, and, and all we got to do is cash in on the benefits that God has given us and walk in the freedom that He has set before us. Because He says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is freedom. Let me give you my points today. I got six points, okay? I got you six points today. Freedom. Freedom to belong. There is a freedom to belong. Give you a moment to write that down. Freedom to belong. In, in Romans chapter number 8 and verse number 15 through 17, the Bible says, The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about the adoption to sonship. And by Him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit, that we are God's children. Now, if we are, are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. You are a child of God. Therefore, you're part of God's family. You belong. Come on, so I, just, just say that. I belong. Come on, tell your neighbor, you belong. Debbie, you belong. Hallelujah. You belong. You belong in the family of God. Isn't it great to have a big family? Amen. Every time I go back to Colorado, I meet a new relative. <laughs> I do. Iris's family has a huge family. And we do. Every time we go back, it seems like we're meeting somebody new, don't we, kids? They're in agreement. <laughs> 
we meet somebody new. But it's great to have a big family. Because when you're surrounded by a big family, there's comfort with the family. Amen? Number one, freedom to belong. And number two, there's a freedom to serve. There's something that happens when you serve. There's freedom to serve. We have freedom to belong, but there's freedom to serve. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter five and verse number chapter three and verse number five, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as ourselves, but we are sufficiently sufficiency is of God, who also hath made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit gives life. Aren't you glad for life? Aren't you glad that the Holy Spirit will give us life? You know, something happens when we serve. Something happens. There's freedom that happens when we serve. I, I, I want to go back, and, and, and Isaac's going to help me out with this, but there was, a, there was a time when we first moved back to Oklahoma. Uh, the Holy Spirit directed us to go with a team, a, a church team, to Oklahoma, here to Oklahoma City, and, and feed people. We clothed people. We did, a, we did a lot of serving downtown on 10th Street, of uh, Oklahoma City, not 10th Street, but further down, I can't remember, Reno, I believe is where it was at. We were right there on the, on the streets at a McDonald's, just right across the street from McDonald's. McDonald's follows me everywhere. <laughs> but when we were there, we were there to serve the people, those that were uh, less fortunate, that didn't have the clothes, that didn't have the food. Uh, we were there to serve them. And I, I'll never forget, Coach, I, I knelt down and I was, I was on this blanket with all the clothes and all the shoes. And, 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 and Isaac, if you have that first, uh, first picture, I'll show you the picture. This is, this is me. And, and if you look at the little girl that is right there, I did not realize it, but... Uh, as I'm putting these boots on this little girl, what I didn't realize is as I was serving her, I didn't realize this, but go to the second video. This is my little niece, and if you notice her, she has no shoes on. Because she saw that little girl that is standing right there. She's got her little hoodie on, a little black hoodie on. She was standing right there in a new pair of boots. And when I was on that mat, I grabbed these boots. And when I grabbed those boots, I did not realize they were my niece's boots. This is little Hallie. She just graduated this year. And this is little Hallie. Hallie saw that that little girl didn't have shoes. And she said, Mama, I feel like I'm the same size as her. And so she took her shoes off, took her boots off right then and there and gave them to that little girl. I didn't realize I took Hallie's boots and I put them on that little girl's feet. I, it felt good to serve that little girl, but it felt even deeper 
there was a deeper servant that was behind the scenes, and that was little Hallie that, that gave up her boots that day. She, it was cold that day. I'll never forget. That was a cold day. And she gave up her boots and decided to walk off barefooted. There's freedom that comes upon us when we serve. Uh, so I, I want to share the end of that story with you because m more than seven families asked if they could buy Hallie a new pair of boots. She told them, all I need is just one pair of cowgirl boots. See, we're, and if you go to the next picture, Isaac, there's Hallie in her new cowboy boots. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's freedom when we serve. See, we are ministers of God. His sufficiency to serve, come, our sufficiency comes from God to serve. There's a freedom that comes upon us when we serve. And when we don't do it in the name of ourselves, but we do it in the name of the Lord. There's something that comes upon us. There's a freedom that rises upon us in that moment. Number one, there's a freedom to belong. There's a freedom to serve. And number three, there's a freedom to be guided. There's a freedom to be guided. How many just want to be guided by the Holy Spirit? Guided by the Holy Spirit. Because when we're guided by the Holy Spirit, He will bring us into all truth. And there'll be nothing but freedom that will come by being guided by His Spirit. In Romans chapter number 8 and verse number 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. We are the sons and daughters of God. Uh, when we're led by God, by the Spirit of God, there's something that comes upon us. There's a freedom to be guided. When we're guided by the Holy How many like it when we don't miss God? There's a freedom that comes upon us when we obey God. I remember one time that Iris and I, we, we, we had a little money in our safe and, and we, we didn't know what we was going to use, use it for. And, and I was out mowing the yard and the Holy Spirit came on me one day and said, if it doesn't meet your need, then it's a seed. Well, I didn't want to hear that. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to store that money up, you know. It wasn't a lot, but it was a lot to us. A lot to, it probably wasn't a lot to you, but it was a lot to us at the time. And, and the Lord spoke that to me, and I said, Okay, God, that's really you. Iris will be in agreement with it. And so I went in, and I told her exactly what the Holy Spirit said. How many know the Holy Spirit will guide you? Even if it's to give up something, He'll guide you. And, and, and there, there's such a freedom to be guided. There, and whenever I went in and I told Iris exactly what the Holy Spirit told me, she said, 
that sounds great. I know exactly who we're going to give it to. And I'm like, whoa, it must be from God. But the moment we handed that money over to that individual, there was such a freedom that came upon both of us. Me and Iris, there was something that happened to us. There was, why? Because we were being guided by the Spirit. And when you're guided by the Spirit, freedom will come upon our life. Freedom is, is the right to discipline ourselves in order not to be disciplined by others. In Psalms chapter number 32 and verse number 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Come on, lift up your hand and say, Lord Jesus, guide me. Guide me by your spirit so I can walk in freedom. Hallelujah. Praise God. Number four. We have a freedom to witness. Hmm. We have a freedom to witness. I am so glad for people that witness. Because I would not be standing here right now if there wasn't a young lady on September 17, 1988 that met me at El Reno, Oklahoma in the McDonald's drive-thru. See, told you McDonald's follows me. In a McDonald's drive-thru that was led by the Spirit to witness to me that night. And that night was the night at 11 o'clock at night I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior almost 35 years ago. And I've been serving God ever since. There's a freedom to witness. The Bible says in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. See, the gospel is not something we go to church to hear. It is something we go from the church to tell. Come on, I feel like I need to say that again. The gospel is not something we go to church to hear. It is something we go from the church to tell others about. There is a freedom to witness. Because the moment you go out and you tell your watch God moment. Come on, we have, we're having a lot of watch God moments here. Hallelujah. We are having some watch God. I, I'm looking across the congregation. There was supposed to be somebody here today to share another watch God moment with you. They'll be here next week. So you don't want to miss it. Because I'm telling you, it's another watch God moment we got several people. Pam's going to come give us a watch God moment. Big Tex is going to come give us a watch God moment. Hang on, I just got to dance just for a minute on that one. That was a miracle of its own. Getting ready to pull the plug on him. Mm, but God turned it all around. Watch God. 
Come on, watch God. Watch God. Watch what God will do. There's a freedom to witness. When Christians live the gospel, sinners will listen to the gospel. We've got to reach the world with the word of God. We've got to reach the world with the word. There's a freedom to witness. When you share your testimony, there's something that comes all over you. When you share that, your testimony. You may not feel like it's done anything, but can I tell you something? It's a seed that has been planted. Come on. And the Bible says, I planted Apollos water, but God gave the increase. So you may witness and you may testify and you may not see any results right away. But let God bring the increase. Let God bring the increase. Apollos is watering it. God's about to bring the increase. All we got to do is be that witness. There's a freedom of witness. This is going to be a hard one for us. Are you ready for a hard one? Number five. There's a freedom to learn. A freedom now, this isn't easy for some of us because we think we already know it all. But there's a freedom to learn. After almost 35 years of being saved, I'm still learning. I still go get my prayer pattern. I'm praying. I'm still learning. God, what else do you want me to learn? One of the main things that I've learned in that prayer pattern is this one thing. Lord, show yourself real to me today. That, that is something that is stirred inside of me. Lord, show yourself real to me. And, and you know what that means? That means God open up my eyeballs so that I can see your glory, so that I can see what you are actually doing. It may not make sense right now. I'm just supposed to speak this over somebody right now. Your situation may not make sense right now, but in a little while it's going to make all sense. And the Lord's saying, get ready, I'm about to show myself real to you today. <laughs> today is a day, not tomorrow, but today. God is about to pour out His Spirit like none other. All we have to do is is obey and walk in His power, walk in His anointing, and God will show Himself real. How many want that today? God, just show Yourself real to me today. God, show me today. Teach me today. Teach me what I need to learn today. Hallelujah. In John chapter number 16 and verse number 13 through 15, it says, But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on His own. He will speak only what He hears, and He will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify Me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. We've got to have the freedom to learn. 
We need the freedom today to learn. And then number six. I'm going through these quick today. The freedom to produce. The freedom to produce. We have to have the freedom to produce. What do I mean by that? Let's look at Galatians. Chapter number 5 and verse number 22. The Bible says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, it's joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. We have to produce the fruits of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Somebody cut you off in traffic. Or you hit every stoplight on the way to church. While we're having that pause, we just got to think of just reading the book of Psalms. <laughs> when he says pause, Selah. 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 We just got to praise him. We got to let the fruit of the Spirit flow out of us. We need this fruit of the Spirit to flow out of it. Even though we, we have a disagreement with somebody, we still got to let the fruit of the Spirit come out of us. Oh, that's not an easy one either. We got to let love. We got to produce it. You know, whenever it's the hardest is whenever the fruit becomes the sweetest. I remember when we lived in Paonia, Colorado, we had an individual come to Iris and I and said, we're going to give you three apple trees in our yard that you can come and harvest. And I'll never forget, I had so much applesauce. Oh, I love applesauce. Apple pie. I had so many of that. But there was a season when you're to pick it. And it seemed like that season took forever. Because it went all summer. And we'd go by them trees and we'd look at them every once in a while. That was just one of our little paths that we took. And we'd look at them trees and we could see them apples. They were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and, and Earl, I was just like, oh, I want to go pick them now and eat them. We did pick one. And they were sour. And the guy that owned the trees, he said, you have to wait until after the first freeze before you can pick them. Because that's when they're the sweetest. As somebody today, you may be going through a freeze in your life. I just want you to know something. That God is producing the sweetness of the fruit of the Spirit in your life like you've never felt before. Uh, you may be in the middle of a season where you're saying, God, when's it ever going to happen? God says, just wait for the freeze and watch your harvest come in. 
that's exactly what we did. And man, we picked and we picked and we picked and we picked. Apples are heavy. And we picked and we picked and we peeled and, and we cut. Or actually, Iris peeled. She had one of those little deals that peeled. And, but there was a lot of work in there. But freedom to produce. We have to have freedom to produce. We have to have the fruits of the Spirit. And when we have the fruits of the Spirit in the middle of our situation, there's a sweetness. There's a, I, I like what Colossians says. I believe it's Colossians. The fragrance of the knowledge of Him. Come on. Of the Spirit of God. The fragrance of the knowledge of Him will flow out of you. Mama Par, the fragrance of His knowledge is about to flow out of you. And they're going to they're gonna smell a different aroma. The beauty of God's aroma is going to begin to fill your situation. It's going to begin to fill your life today. Uh, the Spirit of the Lord is, there is. I'll say it again, maybe that'll help. When the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We need the freedom of God in our life today like none other. Just as we celebrate the 4th of July on this Tuesday. Them firecrackers are going up into the air. Popping in the sky. We need to let the fragrance of the knowledge of God flow out of us. Onto the people that are around us. There's freedom to belong. There's freedom to serve. Freedom to be guided. Freedom to witness. Freedom to learn. And freedom to produce. Today's word is this. God is about to release freedom on your situation. Come on. God is about to release some freedom. Chains are going to be lifted off of you. Come on, are you with me today? Chains are going to be lifted off of you. That that's had you bound, God's going to liberate you from them. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast.